Good morning, good morning, good morning. Happy Sunday. All right, guys, this is Georgette Miller, and this is the Georgette Miller Show. How you all doing? Hope you had a really good week. Hope everybody made it through the week intact. You know, no illnesses. You know, it's it's an interesting time for everyone. You know, I'm getting calls now from clients who are receiving their pink slips. They've been furloughed and now the company is deciding who they're bringing back and who they're letting go. And so it's, it's, it's a time of immense transition, upheaval, whatever it is. And what I'm here doing is, is doing my best. Cause I hate the word try is doing my best to give you a lifeboat, give you uh, let you understand that you have options, let you understand that there's ways to ride this out. There's a right way to write it out. There's a wrong way to write it out. But at the end of the day, the choice is yours. But what, I, what I'm here doing is giving, doing my best to make sure you are the most informed so that you make the best business decisions for your, for your life and for your financial future. All right, this week we're gonna talk about you know, I get this question all the time, your credit score. What happens to your credit score after you file bankruptcy? What, you know, Ms. Miller, my, my credit score, when can I, how can I, who can I? I'm going to do my best to try to address these questions in this half hour, which reminds me, guys, this is a half an hour show. So if you have your questions, make sure make sure you answer, you call in and ask your questions now, because again, don't wait until the show is ending and then everybody's blowing up the phone. But if you have questions, guys, here's the number, call us now. To speak with Georgette Miller, call us right now at 215-263-1079. Once again, if you would like to speak with Georgette personally, call in now, 215-263-1079. That's 215-263-1079. And also, let's get the advertising out of the way. If you want a free consultation with me or one of my attorneys, you want to go to georgettemillerlaw.com. That's georgettemillerlaw.com. You can also um, call 866-96-GM-LAW. That's 866-96-GM-LAW. If you want to follow us on Facebook or on Twitter, go to georgettemillerlaw.com. Again, georgettemillerlaw.com. And don't forget, after this radio show, we do another stream for about a half an hour or however long you guys want me to do it. Remember, I have to get ready to go watch church on YouTube. But for as long as you guys are there and asking questions, I'll be around. And you can join the stream by going to um, georgettemillerlaw.com and following us on Facebook. Okay? So, what I'm talking about this week is your credit score. Oh my goodness, b black and brown people are so concerned about their credit score. It's like they see it as the when you're a kid and you went to school and you would get your um, grade 
I don't even know what it's your report card. Black and brown people see their credit score as a report card of who they are as a person. So if you have a 800 credit score, you're an A person, A plus. High 700, you're an A. Low 700, you're a B plus. But 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 I'm here to dissuade you of that. Your credit score is not the representation of you as a person. You are just like your house is not a representation of you as a person and your car is not a representation of you as a person. Many of us feel that way, but that's how we get ourselves into trouble. You are not your house, you are not your car, and you are definitely not your credit score. But what is your credit score? Your credit score is your ability to borrow. That's where I always start. Your credit score dictates your ability to borrow. So then the question is, why are you borrowing? Right? Why are you borrowing? I'm of the op opinion. I really am. And, and, and I, I, it, it's, I become more and more affirmed in that belief the older I get. And it is this. If I can't wait for it and pay for it in cash, I shouldn't be buying it. And I've gotten myself into serious problems over the years, opening businesses, closing businesses, starting up businesses. And my, and, and, and this remains true to this day. If I can't wait for it, save for it and pay for it in cash, it is not for me. If I, I mean, if I need a piece of equipment or I need anything for my businesses, if I can't talk to the vendor and say, hey, can I pay you every week this amount to pay it off and then you give it to me? If I can't do that and they won't accept it that way, it ain't for me. And that's because debt is something you can, it, it feels easy. You don't feel it as you get into it. It's the same when you guys start borrowing and they give you the first credit card for $5,000. You're like, oh, this is cool. And you're using it and you're like, I can handle that. And then they send you another credit card for five, ten, fifteen thousand $15,000. And you're like, wow, I've been doing so good with the $5,000. This $15,000, this is great. You know, I'll use it, but I can keep my head above water. And before you know it, you wake up and you're like $60,000 in debt. And you're like, how did this happen? One. And two, something happened with your job where the hours got cut, you got furloughed, whatever happened. And you can't pay the $60,000 back. You can't even pay the minimum payment back. So debt is something interesting. And remember, your credit score is your ability to get yourself into debt. It is your ability to borrow. Why are you borrowing? Seriously, why are you borrowing? Are you borrowing to buy a house? Okay, your credit score don't need to be more than 620 or 630, I think it is, and you can qualify for an FHA mortgage. After you get that mortgage, which is a mortgage backed by the federal government, you know, what are you borrowing for again? Oh, okay, I need to buy a car. Let's do the math. $500 a month, and that's a low car note now I'm, re I'm realizing. Most people car note are like six, $700, and that's cool. But say, for instance, just for easy math, $500 a month over five years. 
Okay, so you take out a note for $500 a month over five years. At the end of the five years, your the car is now worth seven, but you have paid $30,000, right? For a car that when you finally own it is worth seven. If you wanted a $7,000 car, couldn't you have saved uh, $7,000? That's what, $500 a month over a year, a little bit over a year, a year and some months. Save yourself $7,000. Walk into the dealership and buy that same car for $7,000, right? Hand them a check. It is yours cash. Make sure you walk in with a new car air freshener. You hang it on the rear view mirror and you drive that car off the lot. Because guess what? It is, once you put in that new car air freshener, it's new to you. But you have saved yourself $23,000. That's $23,000 that could have gone into your kids' 529. That's $23,000 that could have gone into your pension, your 401k. So again, we're all concerned about your credit score. Your credit score is your ability to borrow. Seriously, what are you borrowing? That's always the question. What are you borrowing for? But again, I'm going to pause here for a moment, and then I'm going to discuss what happens to your credit score after you file for a bankruptcy. So again, if you have questions, here's the number. Call us now. To speak with Georgette Miller, call us right now at Would like to speak with Georgette personally, call in now, 215-263-1079. That's 215-263-1079. But what happens to your credit score after you file bankruptcy? What happens is your credit score is based on basically your debt-to-income ratio, right? A huge portion of it is based on your debt-to-income ratio. When you come into the office, you have... Lots of debt, limited income. Lots of debt, income, right? So that's what happens to your credit. What, that's the state of your credit score before you file. In some instances, I've had clients come in with 400. This is what I always find funny. Your credit score is like four or 500 points. And you're like, well, what's going to happen to your credit score? What's going to happen to my credit score after I file bankruptcy? I said, at this point, you ain't got nothing. Nobody's going to borrow, lend you anything anyway. So why are you even concerned? But in any event, put that to the side. You come in, you have lots of debt, and you have your income. What happens when you file, say, a Chapter 7 or a Chapter 13? The debt is now eliminated especially in a seven debt is now gone after you file the bankruptcy you're going to pull your credit report and you're going to see everything that was on your credit score on your credit report they're all say zero all the debt you owed will be zero and there will be a note discharged in a bankruptcy discharged in a chapter seven so now you still have your income, but what does your debt look like? Your debt is now, for the most part, zero, unless you still have student loans.
and you continue to pay those on time because those are not dischargeable. So your income is still your income, but your debt is now significantly lower or in some cases zero. So what does that mean? It means your debt to income ratio now is great. So guess what happens? I generally, for those clients that are looking to buy a house in a year or two years after filing bankruptcy, I tell them go to your local bank, whoever you're bank with, and get a secured credit card. That's a card where you give them 200 or 300 or whatever you want and they give you a card with the same credit limit and you use it and you pay it you use it to buy gas and gum every month you use it every month you pay it off and so that new card will be reflected as perfect payment history and you do that for about a year you get one or two do it for about a year two years make sure it's no more than two three hundred because you want to be able to pay it off as soon as the bill comes in you're not even waiting for the bill to be due as soon as the bill comes in pay it off and before you know it you will see your credit score just start jumping up i've had clients do this and within 18 months they're back in the 700s as a matter of fact, you in some instances they don't even you don't even have to apply for a secured credit card. Before you know it, they're sending you cr credit cards in the mail for you to reestablish credit. I tend to not like the the deals that are offered there. I prefer you go into your regular bank and get your own secured credit card because most banks offer them. So why not do it through your bank rather than going to a a a a, a jo Joe Schmo credit card company where they're going to charge you all kinds of fees you bank with wells fargo just going to wells fargo and get one you bank with bank of america going to bank of america and get one but that's what you do and i've seen clients who have their credit score back in the the, the low 700s within 12 to, to 18 months i tell the story often of when i found my mom's bankruptcy she's she at the time was about 67 on social security getting $700 a month had all these credit cards because I don't know what you know pe pe some women of my age, my mom's age do once they retire they just sit on the team sit and they just buy whatever they see on the TV and everybody extends them credit before they know it they get up and they're like 30 40 50 thousand dollars in debt so I filed a chapter 7 for my mom the day after I filed the chapter seven, we received a letter at the office for her to finance a car for $25,000, 25 or $35,000, some insane number. Now look, my mom is on social security getting $700 a month, insanity. And within days of filing the bankruptcy, she was receiving credit card applications every day, all day, all the time. Thankfully, I monitor her credit, credit report often and on a regular because I don't want her to be back in the same situation. Even though I looked, I stopped looking for a minute and before you know it, she had three, four, five, six credit cards open again. I had to put the kibosh on that. But I tell this story to let you know that something I say often, getting you out of debt is the easy part. It really is. Filing a chapter seven or a chapter 13 for you and having the debt wiped out easy part staying out of debt is where the work is going to come in staying out of debt is the hardest part because what happens is after you file the bankruptcy your credit score actually goes up or has the potential to go up 
very quickly and you have the potential to be back in debt within two years of filing. I've been doing this for 20 years and it's something that happens all the time. I will file a bankruptcy for a client and within two to three years, they call to indicate, um, Ms. Miller, I'm back in the same situation again. Some don't call because they're embarrassed because they know I'm going to go off on them. And I'm going off on them because I really don't believe, and I say this to my clients, I don't believe in repeat business. And that may sound crazy. An attorney in my position should want repeat business, but no, I want you guys helped and you tell other people to get themselves helped. I really don't want to see you coming back. I understand life happens. I've had the situation where I file a seven for a client and a couple years, four, five, six years later, they got sick and they have all this debt from being ill. Medical bills, you know, hospital bills. I get that life happens, but, and, and I'm here to help whether you get yourself back into debt again or not, or a, a tragedy happened, I'm here to help. But my intention when I help you guys is so that you don't ever come back other than to say, Hey, Miss Miller, how you doing? So I put, you know, I take the time to let you know how you go about doing this. I emphasize getting you this, this part that I'm doing for you all is the easy part. The hard part is when you leave and you, you're bombarded by credit applications again. You're tempted by, about buying that new car that when you drive it off the lot, it drops in value 15% and you've lost all that money. Where you're going to be bombarded by everything in society that says you should be buying newer, faster, cleaner, quicker, prettier, whatever. And you can get yourself back into debt again. That's the hard part. And it's, it, it's based in fact, in the, based on the fact that after you file the bankruptcy, your credit score is going to go back up. Banks make money when you borrow from them and you give them the interest. That's how they make their money. So they are incentivized to lend to you after you file a bankruptcy one, because you don't owe anybody anything. And two, because once they give you that money, you have to pay them back because you can't file again for another eight years. So they know once you borrow from them again, you just got got. So my plea is always guys, regardless of what your credit score is, if you're not buying a house, you really should really think twice about buying anything else on credit. And I had a, I have a client right now who I filed a bankruptcy for in about two, about two, three years ago. And she reached out to me and she said, Georgette, I want to buy a house, but I'm trying to figure out. I remember what you told me. I'm trying to figure out how I buy that cash. I've hooked up with such and such person and we're going to buy a, a house and I'm going to take my time and fix it up because I'm by myself. And I'm thinking to myself, there we go. She not only never buys anything on credit anymore, but she's actually trying to figure out a way to buy her first house cash. <laughs> and I told her, well, you're in for a lot of work. She said, well, it's just me. I don't have kids. I'm going to figure out how to do this. And I'm like, where there's a will, there's a way. 
but you can, you can live your life, right? You can go about your business, not worry about your credit score and have a, 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 a completely fulfilling life. Also, you are more likely to have cash in the bank because when you borrow, remember, banks want you to borrow because when you borrow your, how they make the money is by getting the, fe the money from the federal government at 0%. And then lend it to you at eight, nine, ten, and twelve percent. And then you pay them, and they make the money off that eight, nine, ten, twelve percent that they're charging you. It's a great deal if you can get it. If I'm a bank and I can get the money from the Fed at zero percent and lend it to the next Joe Schmo at ten, twelve, twenty-nine percent, why wouldn't I do that? It's a great deal. But you cannot be their victim. And how you not be their victim is not get into bed with them. If you can't pay for it cash, stop and think about it for a moment. But again, I'm going to pause here for a moment. Guys, if you have questions, here's the number. Call us now. To speak with Joydette Miller, call us right now at 215-263-1079. Once again, if you would like to speak with Georgette personally, call in now, 215-263-1079. That's 215-263-1079. So those of you who are concerned that, okay, I have all this debt, I need to get out of it, and I got to file a bankruptcy, but I, I want to buy a house in two years, you qualify for an FHA mortgage. That's a mortgage-backed by the full faith and credit of your federal government two years after filing. There are some unconventional, well, there's some conventional lenders out there who will lend you a year after the bankruptcy. There even, there's an even smaller subsection of the banking industry who will lend you the day after you get your discharge. So you being concerned about being having a credit score that can allow you to buy a home after filing bankruptcy is a non-issue. There are tons of lenders out there that will. And I encourage all my clients afterwards to build up your credit score. Give yourself some time. Build up your credit score. Go ahead and make your savings save for the two years so that you have your deposit and you can get your FHA mortgage because that mortgage will be the lowest interest rate in the market and it's insured by HUD. So life after bankruptcy regarding your credit score, in most instances, I, I, I mean, I dare to say in almost all instances, your credit score is going to be better than when you started out. Now, there are some of you who I've seen clients come in and their credit score is in the 700s, but they've been and they've been keeping up their minimum payments. But those minimum payments are choking them. You know, they can't they can't keep it up and they're like hemorrhaging all of their savings, all of their retirement income, all of everything, trying to keep up their credit score and trying to keep up with those minimum payments, which is absolute insanity. But I've had the, I've, trust me, I've seen, I've seen almost every situation. And at, in those instances, oh yeah, your credit score is going to take a hit. It goes down to probably low 600s, even high 500s. But they turn around and they have the credit score back in the 700s in that instance, in that instance, within like six, seven, eight months. And then what happens? They have the opportunity 
they have the opportunity to get themselves back into debt. But right now, I'm going to go to the phone. I have Velda on line one. Good morning, Velda. Happy Sunday. What's going on? A year and a half ago, my son was sold a brand. I mean, he looked at the bells and whistles and fell in love with this car and bought it and cannot afford it. And right now, um, every month, there's a struggle with him trying to meet the pavements and trying to meet the, his car insurance. He's 25 years old. He so, needs to file a Chapter 7, get rid of the car, give it back, and then save up his money and buy himself a hoop to cash, drive it till it dies, and when it dies, he just buys another one. That's what I, I just wanted to assure. I kind of um, gave him that advice. And I think now he's in the process of doing that. But also, how much, how long will that stay on his credit? Like I said, it stays on your credit report for seven years, but it doesn't matter. Okay. Your credit score is going to be back. His credit score is going to be back in the 700s within okay. 18 months, and he qualifies for a mortgage two years. Okay. Okay? okay? Yes. He can uh, call the office 866-96-GM-LAW. One eight. Let me let me get a pen. I'm just parked, so I could. Is eight six six. six. Mm-hmm. Nine six. Nine six. G M Law. G M Law. All right. Thank you so much. I will pass this on to him. No problem. You take care. All right, guys. It looks like it. I'm. Uh, they're kicking us off the air, and we're gonna pick this up on the stream. But again, if you need help getting yourself out of debt so that you can have a better financial future. If you're finding yourself that you're furloughed, you're having financial issues right now, you can't keep up with the bills, you don't know how long you're going to be out of work, whatever the situation due to this, you know, this public health crisis, this pandemic, call the office and get yourself in order so that you can ride this out. If you want a consultation, the number is 866-96-GM-LAW. That's 866-96-GM-LAW. As they say in my country, walk good. I'll talk to you all next week, but I'm moving right over to the stream. I can talk to you all there as well. Walk good, and I'll talk to you. Bye-bye. Thank you for being part of Georgette Miller's Financial Freedom. Heard every Sunday morning from 9.30 to 10 a.m. right here on Classics 107.9. Businesses of all sizes are earning valuable financial incentives from Pico to save energy and reduce costs in lighting, heating, and cooling systems, renovation projects, and much more. Boost your bottom line and benefit from lower operating costs, less maintenance, and reduce overhead when you invest in higher efficiency equipment.